Hello, everybody. My name is Goof Norton, and welcome back to another broadcast of the Goof Norton Radio Show. Uh, oh, man. I've been missing, like, chatting about gaming. I really have. I, don't, I haven't gotten a chance to really chat about gaming. But because of the games that have been out, um, and because the amount of people that have been playing in them, and the people in my circles have been playing them, like, it's nice to be able to talk about gaming again, discussing mechanics in, in terms of the, like, the multiplayer games, discussing mechanics compared to older games, uh, discussing some of the, like, the story games, like, it's, it's, you know, with continuity and, you know, some extensions and whatnot, like, it's been really, really nice, and it makes me realize how much I really do appreciate and love gaming, because my appreciation for gaming as I got older um, has been, as, you know, as I get older, has evolved, I guess, in a, in a way. It's changed. Um, because as a kid, you know, a game was a game. As long as it involves, like, one of your favorite things, you know, themes like dinosaurs or fighting or whatever, whatever it may be, like, you, you pretty much enjoy it. Um, but for me as an adult, like, I appreciate good mechanics, like, smooth controls, nothing that's going to frustrate the heck out of me because the controls don't respond correctly uh, because the game was either programmed poorly or obviously it's just a hardware issue. But, you know, stuff like stuff like that. Um, or stuff where the game breaks a lot. They don't like that either. That's pretty terrible. So uh, games where the story sucks. Not really a fan of that. Game where there are ba- games where there are bad mechanics. It feels clunky to play. It's not a smooth experience. Unless it's, you know, not supposed to be a smooth experience um, and whatnot. But I appreciate, I appreciate good mechanics, I, gra- graphics or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter that much. But mechanics are pretty much my, my thing these days. I like good mechanics. I like creative stuff, you know. I like creative mechanics. But overall, I like a solid, um, I like solid fundamentals and, you know, more advanced stuff built on top of that to give a smooth, fluid experience. But we were discussing um, Modern Warfare 2 that just came out, comparative to some other old games like Modern Warfare 19, Call of Duty Ghosts, like, and some of the other games, World at at War or World War 2. Like, ugh, the the old games are really good, um, and I love them. Uh, far more than I do love Modern Warfare 2, believe me. It's not. Modern Warfare 2 is nothing. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. It's something I spent 70 bucks on. Because games are expensive these days. Like, it's not good. It's not good. Is that the first new game I bought in forever? I, I, like, that, I pre-ordered that. I don't pre-order games, like, at all. That's the first game I pre-ordered in, like, ever. And I think that's crazy. Because I just, I buy stuff after it's out. Usually after I hear the reviews and whatnot. But it's, uh, is no good. Is no good. Uh, to usually, you know, to, to, to play games without... Uh, reviewing them is usually not a good idea because some people are like oh, don't listen to reviews and be like no listen to reviews absolutely don't waste your money on something you know you're not gonna like like i like if it's a if it's a game that you you want to love you know sure go ahead buy it but i would still listen to reviews with you know with people who have the same 
interest in the game type, right? Don't listen to reviews of somebody. Don't like listen to somebody who is reviewing a puzzle game and they hate puzzles. Like that's dumb. I, like obviously, I wouldn't listen to that person. Like, oh, this guy's this guy. Um, you know, plays a lot of you know first-person shooters. Like he plays a lot of Overwatch and Call of Duty. Like, let me have him review The Last of Us, which is a story-based game. Or God of War. Like, let him, let me, no, that doesn't make sense. But somebody who has an appreciation for the the genre of games, uh, that genre of game that you like. And even better, the, the, the other similar titles to the game that you were trying to find out about. Listen to those reviews. Seriously. I'm not, like, I... Uh, I'm never against listening to reviews because we listen to reviews for when we purchase other items and such. Why not video games? It's something I'm going to spend my money on. I don't want to be it, you know, to be a waste because there are games that people wanted to love, but they just couldn't because it was just so bad. It was such a letdown. Like Modern Warfare 2 is becoming for some people. They're just like, man, I really want to love this game, but it sucks. People bought it because it's, it's Modern Warfare 2. The story, the campaign was amazing. People love that. But people really hate the multiplayer because it's just not that good. It's broken. It crashes often. It's been out for a while now. Not not that much, but about a month. So, and it's still having a lot of issues and whatnot. So I don't, it's not people's cup, uh, cup of tea anymore. And that's an issue for them. For not the, not necessarily the people, but for the company, Activision and whatnot. So, um, but as many of you know, some of you know, I stopped doing gaming talk on here because I got bored of it. Because um, it was just, you know, it was a lot of news and whatnot coming out about the games. And even still, like, there isn't a lot of important or that good of news coming out to where I can talk about it um, on this every other day kind of basis that I post these, post the shows. And I'm like, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. So... I, I I avoid it now just because I kind of have to. Like, there's there's just really not. They sometimes talk about deals and whatnot, and if they don't, and then you know, if I record the podcast, like pre-record something, I can't go look at you know look at the look at the news or anything. It has to be like one of these, you know, regular shows and whatnot. But I think um, the the my best way to. Ever, to even bring back gaming to this show would have to be just with friends like I've done in the past, you know, have guests on and be like, hey, let's talk about this and how we did this and whatnot. And it's like, okay, <laughs> we can do that because that's the only way That's the only way it's going to work. It's not going to work any other way. Uh, recently, I was an adult. I know that's shocking, but I was an adult and I got glasses. I got new glasses. I wear glasses. Um... So our ow, fudge. So our insurance company actually has this neat program that tells you what you're gonna, you know, it gives you your estimated costs basically of what you what you would pay um, before you even make an appointment. That's what you should expect to pay before you even make an appointment. I like that a lot. I like getting those kinds of estimations. As a young adult, that really does like it, it tickles the adult side of my brain because now because it helps with budgeting so much. It's like okay, this is about the amount I, I think I'm probably going to end up paying. Okay, well let me get these. Let me go with this option because this is the more affordable or this is the 
uh, this is the more efficient option for me and my wallet. You know, because like there are times where you put out for quality, right? There are times where you you you, you throw out a couple extra dollars for 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 quality because you know it's gonna you know last long. And glasses are one of those things. I shouldn't have to buy them, you know, every month because that'd be horrible. I'd be really a bad person going, <laughs> just a bad person, <laughs> if I had to buy new glasses every month. Because uh, I mean, as a as a as a kid, I would break glasses left, right, and every other direction you could think of, because I was a very physical kid, and playing football and whatnot, American football, uh, it would be, well, obviously, in practices sometimes, where we didn't have our pads, um, you know, my face would get too close to one of the tackle dummies, and glasses fell off, I've lost lenses, I've completely broken frames, it's mostly just losing lenses, thankfully, but... I'm sure my parents' uh, bank account appreciated that. <laughs> uh, but nowadays, I take care of glasses. I try not to. Well, because, you know, I'm the one paying for them. So, of course, I take care of them. But I haven't. Here's the issue. I, didn't, I haven't had an appointment or an exam in, like, over four years. Like, since I became an adult, which is far more than four years at this point. Uh, but you know, since turning 18, I really have not had any eye exams. Oh no, I did. That's a lie. I had one when I initially joined the military, when we got to basic training, um, they gave me glasses and whatnot. They're like, you want to stick to your prescription or do you want to change it? I'm like, I want to stick to my prescription. They're like, okay. And they just gave me glasses with the same prescription. So I guess I really didn't technically get an exam and whatnot, but... Um, I got, I got different glasses, which I wore, they call them, uh, BCGs, birth control glasses, disgusting, because they're really thick glasses that make you look ugly, <laughs> and it's birth control, because women are not going to want to be with you if you have those really thick, terrible glasses on, <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, I, I, I really have not had a regular eye, you know, appointment to see an optometrist in a long time. See the eye doctor in a long time. And uh, it was, uh, I mean, it, like with doctor's appointments, it just with any doctor's appointments, I'm just like, whatever's wrong, whatever's wrong is wrong, and we're gonna fix it. That's why I'm here. You know, that's my attitude going on. You know, going into those appointments, it's like, hey, whatever's wrong with me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna fix it because um, I don't want to go. Well, because like the the issue is with my old glasses is that they had the protective layer had started rubbing off a while ago. Because um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know who do wear glasses, there is a usually a protective layer on top of your glasses that makes them kind of scratch resistant, unless you didn't pay for that kind of thing. But typically there is a scratch resistant layer, you know, that keeps, you know, your, your actual lens safe from damage, um, you know, obviously makes them last longer. Yeah, that started to rub off and flake off a while ago, and, uh, I just kept the glasses because I'm like, I, I didn't have, my, my spare pair actually <laughs> had the same issue because I, I didn't know where they were. They were in a glasses case. Uh, on my desk somewhere, and I found them. I was like, hmm, 
I wonder if I can just wear these. They were very dusty um, and had the same issue. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess we're just getting new glasses then. And I got transition lenses. Because as a kid, transition lenses were expensive. Um, and that's fair. But as an adult, since I make my own money now, I can just buy them. And I did. Very happy. Very happy. Because I buying sunglasses, I could buy prescription sunglasses, but picking out a style and all that good stuff is a lot of work. Maybe when I'm older, right? When I'm when I reach probably my sixties, you know, probably around there, I'll buy some prescription sunglasses. But I prefer just not to have to change my glasses. I prefer just to keep the same ones on because I had transitions once in my life before as a kid and they were very awesome until I jacked that up but that's fine we're not going to talk about that <laughs> oh boy uh, but yeah it's, it's pretty nice and one thing as an adult you realize is how important it is really to have health insurance because it keeps your costs down a lot because things like for me things like glasses what could have been like a $400 you know purchase ended up being like maybe a couple hundred you know or, or, or just under $200. So I'll take that. And being able to have access to a chiropractor without having to pay straight out of pocket, like like for, full, for the full price, is very helpful. Because I haven't started those yet. I haven't started my sessions yet, but I really need a chiropractor. Because, sorry, um, because I just, there are things wrong with my back. That, that are attributing to some circulation issues and I'm not appreciating it. And my body's not appreciating it. Because at some point, back in like 2019, I told you guys I had to get, um, I had to go through some some sessions to get my back straightened out, literally, uh, because I couldn't do pull-ups. Like the muscle, the my, my lat on my um, right side would spasm and would cramp, would spasm and cramp, um, and it would not let me do pull-ups past, like, three. Like, I'd do three pull-ups, and then it would start hurting and cramping and spasming, and I'd be like, whoa, what the heck? So I had to go get that checked out. There's a lot actually attached to your spine, because that can lead to bladder control, because I learned it, because I looked at the chart she gave me, um, and you, there's, like, there's a lot that goes on like that is connected to your spine because your spine has obviously it is um your, your the bone of your spine is protecting a lot of nerves and whatnot so you know the signals that go back and forth to the rest of your body between your brain um so yeah your spine is kind of like really important so if you have like bladder control issues could be a back problem Anything muscle-related could also be a... Like, anything muscle-related, you know, obviously muscles around your back obviously could be a back problem. Circulation issues could be a back problem. Like, you can look up a chart online to see how much your back is responsible for in terms of, you know, uh, in terms of your total function uh, in your body. Like, it is insane, and it's really important to look at that. If you played sports as a kid growing up, you need to go see a chiropractor because I played sports as a kid growing up and I definitely needed a chiropractor if you have any sort of job where you're lifting heavy items 25 pounds or more I would say consistently uh, in your work week please go see a chiropractor 
it is never a bad thing to get some adjustments to keep your posture as good as it can be so you're not hunched over like an old man or as an old man or an old woman and so your back maintains its strength because it's only going to get worse and more fragile the older you get so keep it in as good a condition as you can while you're young and while your body can still easily make adjustments and recover like it is really going to help you out because I certainly appreciate it being I'm, I'm, I'm surely happy I can do pull-ups once again like and it's not and, it, and my only limitation is just muscle fatigue like I'm glad it's not a, a I physically can't because my muscle my, my spine is out of alignment and my muscle spasms because of it but and that because I was like amazed I was like because I knew because I know the spine has you know because that's when I was working at LA Fitness so I'm like I was a personal trainer at that point so I'm like I know that your spine has a lot to do with your your um, you know the function of your body and it has a huge responsibility that it carries um, but just to see it actually you know uh, see progress it was insane because after a couple of sessions, she's like, okay, you know, when you, whenever you go to the gym next, I want you to go and try to do pull-ups. And I did. And I could actually do pull-ups. And there was actually no spasming. There was no cramping whatsoever. It was just like, what? I could just do these now? Because she, she adjusted me just right. Like, it was great. Chiropractors are miracle workers. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful people. Oh, man. And I can't wait to go back. I'm excited. Because there are a lot of aches and pains. Not just, not like necessarily for me personally, but there are a lot of aches and pains that people have that are honestly related to their back. And if they just went to go see it, you know, went to, to see a chiropractor for, because I only went for, because I worked at the play. I didn't work at LA Fitness for long because I really did not want to. Um, but I had maybe how, like three months worth of sessions, I would say, three months. We had um, however many weeks that is. Um, it's, it's, not, it's 12, there we go. Sorry, my brain's like having a hard time. I'm like, it's like four, week, four weeks in a month. And three months, that's 12. It's 12 weeks, about 12 weeks. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice indeed. And, and and half the time, right? So at, at week six, I could like uh, week six was it week six? Uh, after a few sessions, I'll say, but I'll say at least halfway through. I'd say at the latest halfway through, I was able to do um, pull ups again. I was very excited about that because it's like it's never a bad time to fix your posture. It's never never a bad time to do that. Get it done while you still can before something worse comes of it. So, you know, just a heads up, just a tip from me to you. Hopefully you guys are still enjoying the album. Hopefully you've loaded it into your playlists. I'm sorry, saved it into your playlists wherever you listen to music. Um, The next little thing I have to do is go on iHeartRadio and listen to my station. Because I don't know what... Because I... I know a little bit of what comes up because uh, it's just other jazz artists and whatnot. 
um, and that was for the lovers uh, for the for the late night groove album. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good station, <laughs> not bad. I'm like, oh, this is more jazz. I like it. I like it a lot. It's very nice. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying it because I enjoyed it. Oh boy, I enjoyed making it. I think that was the the biggest thing for me is just making it because all the post production stuff of just you know getting it uh, distributed and you know naming the album, getting the cover art and all that stuff done, and you know that stuff is is just is just you know business business as usual. Uh, but my enjoyment comes when I make the music. Afterwards, you know, hearing the creation is really great, but the real, true, you know, enjoyment comes when I'm making it. When I'm sitting there in the midst of of what will become, uh, from from you know, from my level, a good song, and to see that it started with nothing and ended up like wooing myself. You know, I was like, wow, I that like that came from my fingers like that literally came from my brain to the fingers to the keyboard and into the software and I'm like that's amazing I can't believe I made something like that you know <laughs> I sometimes I really can't believe it I'm just like dang I really I really I went out there and I did my thing like we went out there and we, we killed it that's amazing so but I appreciate you guys I gotta I gotta go gotta Take care of some business, but thank you guys so much for listening. Remember that love is patient, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.